Podkist episode 121. What a weekend for KISS fans. Ace drops an album, Paul tears attending, KISS performs as a trio, and Ace is hospitalized? Never boring in KISS land. Alright KISS Army. You wanted the best? You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasted. Welcome to your podcast. I'm Ken Mills, and today I'm joined by Gary Schaller. How are you doing today, Gary? I am feeling great. Uh, lots to talk about in Kiss Land, and um, so much cool stuff happening. So much cool stuff happening. Yes, I agree. So much cool stuff. Ace Fraley has a new album out. Uh, what do you think of it, just off the top of your head? Man, I like it a lot. I hear. I mean, I'm reading people saying all kinds of things about it. Some, you know, fairly critical. What else is new? You know, anyone in Kiss does anything, and uh, there's always going to be lots of opinions, uh, you know, for and against. But I'm enjoying the heck out of it. I really think he did a good job. What do you think? I really dig it. I, I like it a lot better than his last album because I feel that where that album fell down was lyrically. So mm. doing the covers, that kind of takes that out of the equation. Right, right. And it's, it's, nice. it's just yeah. a fun, fun record for Kiss fans. Well, it's actually, nice to... classic rock fans. I mean, you're getting some great stuff here. Yeah, I, I like the fact, like you said, that to take the sort of pressure off, uh, off, off of Ace and off of us as the uh, fans to have like new material that we have to really scrutinize. I love getting new material, and I like the fact that Ace is writing songs and everything. But it is nice to just hear familiar songs where um, it's already been written. We don't have to be you know, critical or evaluate that. Um, and we just get to enjoy the performances, and I think the performances really cook on this record. I, I, I love what I'm hearing. Any favorite tracks so far for you? Well, I really love Fire and Water with Paul. I'm Stanley and Ace Frehley work together and you know a lot of people said yeah but they weren't even in the studio and I'm like well most bands that record nowadays aren't even in the studio at the same time so right you know and truthfully, <laughs> truthfully if, if Kiss made a record under those circumstances today 
with the original members, you know, spending, you know, little to no time together in the studio. And it was as good as this track is, no one would be complaining. Right. And the really cool thing about it is that there was really not a, a gun to anybody's head as far as like we are contractually obligated, we have to get this done. You know, I know that Ace had a contract and everything, but if this didn't work <laughs> out, he could just move on. It was kind of a nice no pressure situation for both of them. Right. And I think that it speaks to something that we've talked about before on the show, which is, you know, the, the guys in Kiss probably don't love one another the, as much as we wish they did but they also don't hate one another as much as we think they do no i also have a theory on all of that i think that the members of kiss learned a long time ago say whatever you want about me just print a picture Mm -hmm. they learned that back in the 70s and they've learned that in absence of a headline all they have to do is say something scandalous which will shock the people we tired of that. We need something different, something new. We need to shock the people. So let's shock the people. <laughs> and in that sense, nothing is more shocking to KISS fans than when the guys snipe at each other. Yeah. And I've, you know, I think that KISS fans take all of that way more serious than the guys in the band do. Oh, no, no question about it. And yeah, I also absolutely. think that the guys in the band know that when they say this stuff, I think behind the scenes there's a bit of a wink and a nudge. You know what I mean? And, and this is not saying that it, those words don't hurt. Mm-hmm. But I think that they also understand that this is how the game works. I mean, yeah. when these guys take a snipe at one another, all of a sudden Rolling Stone wants to write about them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you what. Um, it... it what it does is it sets up a situation where they only have to be marginally productive or get along marginally well for us to get really excited as fans, right? Like at this point, they can spend a lot of time just kind of throwing mud back and forth and it's, you know, but then when they actually do something like this, you know, they collaborate with one another or they put out a product together, um, it, it's so shiny and we get so excited about it. Um, and I think partly because there's that mudslinging. I don't know. Yeah. And like maybe I, it's a sort it, of straw man that they set up and the joke is on us. Well, I really think it is, seriously, because, what, a, a year and a half or so ago where Gene Simmons and Ace Fraley are having lunch, but in the press and on message boards and Facebook and such, fans are arguing, you know, over how they get along and how they don't. And right. So it's it's just grist for the mill and it's sensationalism, which keeps them in the headlines i think so i'll tell you what though the, the one exception with all of that maybe i'm wrong it, it seems to be peter where things i don't know uh, I, i'd love to see him involved in more things with the other three guys right and for as much as we hear about how close uh you know what a great friend peter is to ace and vice versa they never seem to work on anything no not then not now yeah yeah and I'll tell you, after the uh, the last song on Peter's album, uh, boy, that didn't have a lot of nice things to say about Ace. Uh, neither did the book. No, 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 no. Yeah. But like in that song, what was it called? Yeah. Space Ace? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the name of that song was Space Ace, and it, it had some lyrics that were not so kind <laughs> to Ace. But, no. you know, then again, maybe it's the kind of thing that 
they thought, hey, maybe we can get some headlines from this. Sadly, not enough people bought the album to have it cause headlines, but that's a whole other podcast. Right. Well, out of all of that, we still get some really cool stuff from Ace, which I'm glad about. Yeah. I really like the vibe on Magic Carpet Ride. You can hear, you know, maybe where Torpedo Girl kind of came from. It's that kind of same riff in a, in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, exactly. Yeah. And uh, uh, cool. Street Fighting Man, you know, the 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 delivery in that it reminds me of uh, Rip It Out. Well, yeah, I, know I can hear that. You've been cheating and lying all the time. Dun, dun, yeah. Oh, so, definitely. Anyway, for, please forgive my voice. My my voice is not uh, what it should be. Yeah. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, uh, Ken usually sounds like Julie Andrews, circa yes. Mary Poppins. Yes. So, you know, use your imagination. These are a few of my favorite things. Ace Freely solo albums. His live records. Guys in costume. Uh, you know what? What? There's one song that didn't really work for me. What? The blues song. The uh, Bring It On Home. The yeah. Willie Dixon, Led Zeppelin kind of thing. Yeah, I know that uh, Ace, I mean, to quote Ace, you know, playing acoustic guitar is a nightmare. <laughs> but I think that's one song where I don't know stylistically I'm not sure I don't know how well it lends itself which is in my opinion I'm sure it's fine but for me I don't know how well like Ace's trademark uh, you know Les Paul Marshall Amp sound lends itself to a song like that Yeah, or just Ace's fingers it, it's uh, I don't know it didn't, it didn't sound bluesy to me, if if there's one track that's not as strong it would be the wild thing but it, it, it's it's hard to do that song seriously if you're not taking it seriously and i don't know if that makes any sense but but that's you know as far as i'm concerned some other really cool stuff on it are you know ace and john five doing parasite and rock cool. and roll hell i mean that's just really cool and it gives us a glimpse of what an ace uh creatures album might have sounded like yes i was thinking that listening to it just imagining what if this had been you know on creatures instead of the one that we got with gene It'd be cool if someone could do a mix-up of the two and make it sound, but I think that would be a nightmare, but it would be cool. Mm. It's a nice... Uh, I know that I, I've been reading some complaints about the production, and I maybe I have Neanderthal ears. I kind of like... It's a heavy record. I like that it's just sort of loud and in-your-face production. Yeah. And we also have the Ace and Paul video to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's going to be cool. We're all anxiously awaiting that. Do we have a release date for that? None that I'm aware of. Uh, it'll just be one of those things that uh, pops up and everyone goes ape shit over. And really, it's it's kind of smart to pull it back mm-hmm. because you can get an, an extra gasp from the collective audience, you know, and which will make some people run out and get it. So, right, yeah, they'll reissue the the album on colored vinyl with a bonus <laughs> DVD of the of the video or something. And I would order today. So <laughs> make it so. Um, <laughs> Take now, my money, please. Yeah, now speaking of Paul, who mm-hmm. is fantastic on that track, and, and we will do a full review of the Origins album, uh, mm-hmm. but Paul sounds great on that, and it's just... He really does. It, it's really cool to hear that voice and that guitar together, so... Yeah, it is, I, and, and uh, I, I don't know, I haven't heard any comments yet about, um, I guess from either of them, maybe I just haven't been listening to the right interviews, um, about the finished track. Right, you know, I I don't know. Has Paul said anything yet to the press about like hearing the album or hearing that track? 
not too much, but I think that that will be part of the 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 second wave of promotion, if you will. Huh, right when the video drops. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be great. I can't wait for that. I can't either. And then we have Paul tearing a tendon, and Paul loves using social media. He has taken to it like a teenager, and boy, he lets us know everything from recipes to what he had for as far as coffee that morning to uh, this. And, you know, it wasn't all that long ago he had a roller skating accident. He he went roller skating with his kids, and now he tore a tendon, and uh, he's also tweeted and... Twittered and all those things, that he will be back in time for the full tour, the Freedom mm-hmm. to Rock tour, which tickets are purchased already and we are ready to rock. Oh, you got tickets, huh? Yeah. Nice. We, so I'm well, excited to see Kiss perform on the Freedom to Rock tour. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, initially I was disappointed. I was, well, I guess I was frustrated for a second because, you know, they're, they're not playing close to where I live. And then... You know, about a minute later, I realized, you know, that's the point. They're not playing close to where I live. They're, close, they're playing close to where, you know, people live who don't get to see them very often. And that's super cool. I've seen them lots of times. I hope to see them again. But this one's maybe not for me. It's for people who, you know, live in places where rock bands don't usually play or where Kiss doesn't usually play. So I'm, I'm stoked seeing all the people on the message boards and Facebook and whatnot saying, you know, I got my tickets. You know, people who don't ordinarily get to see Kiss live. Agreed. And uh, the other cool thing is to get to see them indoors, which I love indoor concerts. There's nothing like that chill in the air, pre-show, and you're waiting, and then out of the darkness, Kiss explodes. It's just fantastic. And as much as I love seeing Kiss, period, I would rather see them indoors 10 out of 10 times. Yes, me too. I'm not a fan of the sheds. Well, I don't. when I'm seeing a Kiss concert, I kind of don't want to be... I, I like some outdoor concerts with Kiss. I really enjoyed shows I saw at Jones Beach mm-hmm. uh, on Long Island. Those were magical because they're on the water and it's just sort of a beautiful place. Um, but I, in general, I don't like to be reminded of the outside world when I'm at a Kiss concert. I kind of, like, I want to feel like I'm in the Alive record or the Alive 2 record. And yeah. that that environment for me is all about the arena. Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, yeah. out of the darkness, Kiss explodes. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, you haven't seen them uh, in a few years, am I right? 2012, I think oh, was the right? last time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is great. So for everybody out there who's checking out the Freedom to Rock tour, and we encourage everyone to do that, see Kiss as often and whenever you can, because they still put on one of the greatest shows on earth, and uh, there's nothing quite like a Kiss concert. There is recently, due to Paul tearing a tendon, Kiss performed at a charity event for multiple sclerosis. Uh, race to Erase MS. Yes, the Race to Erase MS, which is a tremendous cause. And uh, my, my grandmother had a form of MS called Minocenus Gravis, and I'm really glad to see KISS do this sort of thing. I've always been very happy with seeing KISS do charitable works and stuff like that. And it it's always great to see them in this kind of environment. And this is the second time we've seen KISS perform as a trio with this lineup. Yes, yeah. If you go back to whichever podcast it was when that happened initially, I think it must have been 2007 or six when, that, uh, when they did the, 
the the show with just the three of them the first time. I was pretty clear how I felt about it then, and and I feel the same way now. You know, it's it's always better when it's the four of them. But I'll say this sort of trio that they present. Uh, I really would love it if Gene would do his own solo tour or do something, you know, more like this, because this is that heavier sound and this is the vibe that I tend to like best from Kiss. And they do sound heavier and beefier, if you will. Yeah, they crunchier, really do. crunchier. Mm-hmm. They're forced to also, um, I don't know, maybe focus more. It's such a weird thing to say because it's so uh, counter to the like Kiss narrative, right? Which is Paul's all about the music and Gene's all about the hype, right? But mm-hmm. I feel like, in a way, like in, in Paul's absence, they're almost forced to focus more on the music because he's not doing the hype as much, right? You don't have like Paul front and center being the ringmaster, which is great, and I'm not complaining. It's just sometimes it's nice to have a show where it's, you know, a concert where Kiss just plays the songs and doesn't talk as much. Right. Yeah. And it's really neat because you could see the different dynamic, how it worked on stage as far yeah. as cues and stuff like that. And that's usually Paul's uh, wheelhouse, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it was up to Eric, and sometimes it was up to Tommy, and sometimes it was up to Gene. It's just yeah. very interesting to see as well as hear. Let's let's check that out right now. Here's a couple tracks. Here is Kiss! <laughs>
And I remember I reading. I wonder if you're sleeping. What? I'm ringing in my ears. I want you. I think you should just play that. Show me the way. Like, just put that on every time we say, and here's a track from Kiss, blah, 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 or here's Ace doing And then scratch just, the record and then play the real thing. Just no, just play the whole entire. We could just Rick roll them. We've never done that. No, we've, true. we've not. <laughs> and I remember the last time this happened, I remember Paul actually being very proud of Gene for stepping up and filling in. So yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure Paul feels the same way because, like I said, it's for a good cause, a great cause. And, you know, it helps bring awareness and maybe may lead to a cure. So this is great. Yeah, yeah. They, it, it, having them cancel something like that, I think, would have been... Um, I don't know, short-sighted or it would it would have been you know less than optimal. So I'm glad that they went through with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we have a set list yet? Do we know what what exactly they played? Or they didn't play that many songs, I right? Think they only played a... four tracks. Okay, okay. So fanfare, while the city sleeps, naked city, murder in high heels. Yeah, that's a good set list. That was yeah. a set list. That's great. That's great. You and for an encore, your... they did. Uh, uh, never gonna give you up. Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Ken. What do you think about when uh, Kiss does their trio thing? Well, it's kind of exciting each time it happens. There was the time back in the '80s when Ace couldn't make it to Studio 54, and <laughs> Eric Carr and Gene and Paul lip-synced. I that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. And then there was the uh, heart situation, I think back in 2007, I, I believe that's the, the year, and now this, and it's it's just neat to hear that the band is that flexible that they can go on, so that's very cool, and you know, for all those people that might not get to see the Freedom to Rock tour, there is that movie coming in May. That's right, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it, I'm not sure if it's playing at a, a theater nearby, but I wonder if it maybe will be something that they release at some point on Home video. They would have well, to, right? At I some hope so. point. At some point. You know, it's been what twelve years since we've gotten uh, like a video release of like a current Kiss concert, right? Wow, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. I think it was yeah, it was the the Rock the Nation tour. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they did the Kissology, and off, uh, uh, obviously that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we haven't had like a like a new Kiss concert to watch uh, with like maybe bonus features and stuff because they said there's also going to be sort of like other material or exclusive material you could watch um, when you see it in the theaters. I don't know if that means like backstage things or rehearsal footage or I don't know what. I'm right. still holding out, by the way, uh, as I'm sure others are, for like a a big um, Kiss Cruise audio video release. Oh, that would be fantastic. You know, it's funny that you mention how long ago since we got Rock the Nation. Do you realize that Kissology 3 came out on December 18th, 2007? Really? It does not seem that long ago. No. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, we're, wow, we've entered wow, the territory wow. where we can no longer call this the new lineup. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the old. absolutely, yeah. Uh, what else is going on? So, like, Paul hurt his arm, Ace was hospitalized. Well, yeah, we haven't talked about uh, the Ace situation. John Astronomy, Ace's manager and friend, posted that Ace was admitted to the Wilkes-Barre General Hospital following the show that night. 
and after extensive testing it was determined that ACE's symptoms were due to exhaustion and dehydration. So, you know, the guys are getting an age, all of the guys in KISS, mm. and most of their fan base are uh, <laughs> hitting Don't an age. There. We are all hitting an age where something like the flu or uh, slipping while roller skating can take us right. completely out. So, you know, thank God that Ace was able to get to a doctor, and thank God John was there and helped take care of everything. On TMZ last night, they, they posted an interesting story, and it had Ace uh, yeah. standing with a coffee cup with a Legends Never Die shirt, and it yep. says, Ace Fraley, too old for this crap, doctors warn. Yeah, I read that this morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, this is a case of TMZ-itis, isn't it? It could be, but I thought it was kind of funny. This is what it says. Ace Fraley can no longer rock and roll all night, doctor's orders. TMZ has learned Fraley is back home resting after being rushed to the hospital Friday night for exhaustion and dehydration. The ex-Kiss guitarist was released Sunday night with one warning, slow down. Docs told the 64-year-old he's in great shape for his age but needs to stop running around like he's still 18. He was advised to arrange a less exhausting tour schedule. We're told Fraley already clocked in a dozen shows this month and was shooting a music video in L.A. at the same time, flying back and forth to play his East Coast dates. Fortunately, the Saturday gig he had to cancel was his last tour date. He plans to follow his doctor's orders and stay off the road for a while. I wonder if that's true, that last part. Probably not, but, you know, it got him on social media and the news, so. Right, right. You know. Yeah. But seriously, yeah, I mean, these, these guys and their audience are <laughs> pretty much now getting to a point where we have to, uh, you know, look at look at the long goal, you know. Yeah. And, and you've got to take care of yourself. So we all need to take better care of ourselves, all the folks in the audience. And we trust that the guys will take care of themselves. And we are still blessed, especially in the year of the dying celebrity, oh, God. 2016. We are blessed to, that... The original members are still with us, and everybody that's still alive is still alive, and we're glad to have you all. We're glad to see everybody out there doing their thing. Or just relaxing, right? I mean, even if they're not doing their thing, every well, so often you get, you know, you hear like a, a peep from Peter Chris or something, and it's like, oh, good, good, still with us, still alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, doing my thing is usually nothing, so that's that's like that's like my dream thing is to do nothing. The Podfather never rests. That's true, brother. It's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have a new Ace album, a new Kiss tour, a new cool video coming. It's just it's just been really neat. And for me, it seems like it's more like 1978 at times than it does 2016 because I got a new Cheap Trick record, got a new Ace Fraley yeah. record, and believe it or not, there's a new Monkees record coming. So. Oh gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> All right, yeah, no, this is a good time to to be Ken Mills as a fan, right? Yeah, as a fan, it's it's really neat. The monkeys on Blu-ray are coming, fiftieth anniversary. Oh, dude! Amazing, amazing. That's fantastic. Do you think you know? You talk about 1978. Do you think, uh, as some have have speculated, that this is one of those like I don't know, kind of ramp up to a to a big thing years for Kiss? Like something big is going to happen. 
I don't know because you know they never seem to really get the anniversaries of things right. Have you noticed that with Kiss? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and like I could just hear Paul Stanley or Gene Simmons or somebody saying that, well, we're too busy living in the now to worry about our past. I can just hear the sound bite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They said that like a year before the reunion, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> no, no. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm sure. You know, I, I'm not gunning for the big reunion to happen anytime soon, and I'm not even sure I want it. I'm not even sure it's, you know, it's ever in the cards, to be honest. Right. Um, and they do, you know, they do have a thing going on now with, you know, with the band that where I think it's sustainable for at least a few more years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm happy. I mean, I like what they're doing, and I think they're doing a good job with it. Yeah. Well, at least Axl Rose isn't didn't fill in for Paul at the trio show. Dude, <laughs> please don't go there. <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of 1978, our last episode of the yeah. podcast was the Kiss Solo Albums radio special with David Wills, Ghosty Timmers. Now, that's his superhero name is Ghosty Timmers, but his real name is David Wills. And we had to come up with a show that we could do that I didn't have to speak on because I seriously had no voice. And yeah. uh, David Wills stepped in, and we took the old Kiss black box, and we asked those questions, and we got a, a bunch of commercials from 1978 and put it all together. Awesome. And it's so, so weird great. to hear the Star Wars commercials in particular because their marketing department <laughs> didn't really understand the movie. No. At one point, it says something like, don't be alarmed. It's just yeah. the Dark yeah. Lord Darth Vader's death breath. Like, yeah, it's there's amazing. never those, those been like fantastic. a scene where he like, come, let me breathe on you, you know, and killed somebody with it or something. Guys, don't worry. He's just breathing. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, those radio ads are phenomenal, man. And you guys the, did such a good job. And the uh, something about don't be alarmed, it's just... A laser sword fight battle. In space. Yeah, yeah, in space. I don't and remember that scene either. It's weird how iconic the word lightsaber <laughs> has become. Yeah, where you Nobody hear someone say laser that. sword. Yeah, it but there it was a laser sword. So, Dude, have you seen the new one yet? Yes, loved it. thought it was very yeah. good. Got the Blu-ray less than a foot from me. Excellent. Good stuff. And uh, there was the Bic ads, and the they had one that has a BG sound alike doing the the song, and then it was really naughty because like there was the secretary saying, you know, I'll get you coffee, I'll do this for you, but I won't flick your Bic, and it's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> the '70s were a wild and wacky time. Oh my God, absolutely, yeah. Some of those ads were a little racy. Yeah, but they we we did not cheat them or anything it was those were real ads that we found from 1978 so we'd like to thank david wills ghosty timmers for stepping up and being our announcer and a lot of people loved his over-the-top delivery we'll have to have him back oh absolutely he, he was also the guy who did our bugs bunny daffy duck beth record so it was fantastic never, and, never let it be said the podcast doesn't do comedy right that's right. <laughs> but uh, we want to encourage people to listen to episode 120. It's kind of one of our, in, you know, how we do these series of shows. It's We interviewed Julian Gill with his wonderful book, Gene Ace, Peter and Paul, which is a look at 
1978 Kiss solo albums. This is part of our look at 1978 and what an amazing time that was and just how amazing those solo albums were. It, it yeah. just blows my mind. Yeah, I don't feel like they get celebrated enough. I mean, recently you did that poll on uh, Facebook, right, about like favorite tracks from the 78 solo albums. And as usual, man, as usual, it's... Uh, it's tough. Gene and Peter getting the the bottom end, right? Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, I just, I feel like, you know, I, I get people like what they like and, and it's valid. I just feel like, and I wonder if people are just missing the point when they, when they give so, you know, when they throw so much shade at those records, you know? <laughs> well, to me, it's not so much throwing shade, as you say, which was a saying we wouldn't have used in uh, 2006 when we started this show. But, uh, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, what, but you know, it, it just really comes down to what you love over something else. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know that that's true. I know. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, ultimately, you know, what, what we like and what we don't like is always valid. You know, it's just, yeah. it's our tastes. And what we did was we took the first two tracks off the solo albums and put them all together. And there was one chosen out of that, and and then the next two songs, and the next two songs, until you wound up with, like some of the albums had nine songs on them, and some had ten. So, uh, for example, some didn't get two entrants in the last round, if you will. And then we took the winners of all the previous solo song battles, if you will, and we put them together, and it, it, it turned out that here are the five most loved songs from the folks on the Podkiss Facebook page. I'm Gonna Love You, You Matter to Me, uh, Tossing the Turnin', uh, Rock Me Baby. Tunnel of Love. Yeah. No. In last place, at number five, Love and Chains by Paul Stanley. Great song. In fourth place, New York Groove by Ace Fraley. In third place, Goodbye by Paul Stanley. In second place, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me by Paul Stanley. Yeah, another killer song. And the most loved song, according to your votes, was Rip It Out by Ace Fraley. So there you go. That was that. That was a lot of fun. It, the, <laughs> one of the biggest challenges was getting people to understand that uh, I wasn't just picking these at random. That it was the first and second song, then the third and fourth song, then the fifth and sixth song. Because right. people it was would be a like, pattern, a method to your madness, and and I yeah, I definitely saw it was a little confusing at times. Yeah, people uh, were like, "How a, come you're not putting this song in there?" It's like, like, guys, look at the pattern. Be patient. Read what I wrote. It's there. So. Hey, I've got a boogie, by the way. All right. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And what we have coming up is a crossover with the Kiss Fact podcast. We also have the Ace Fraley Origins episode. And a few other things that we have in store, but you'll hear about that more. One thing I do want to mention is kisstalk.net. 
Now, have you heard about this yet, Gary? No, fill me in. KissTalk.net is Podcast Rock City, the Podkiss, the Kiss Room, Strange Ways Podcast, Kistry Science Theater, and what we're doing is we're putting all those shows under one banner. Nice. One-stop shop. If you've always wanted Kiss Talk Radio, this is your place to get it. And you can either listen to the shows at random or on demand. So that you will never get the same episode, you know, two times in a row. So <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, with all those great shows, right? Yes. What we're primed to be able to do is set up an uh, what are they, like XM radio station. Just well, a KISS Podcasts radio station for everyone who has XM radio. Imagine that. You're driving cross-country. You're on a long road trip. You just toss that on. You get all those great shows. Yeah. Well, that's basically what we're trying to do with KISSTalk.net. KISSTalk.net. Where, Gary? KISSTalk.net, where you will hear my dog barking. Yes. All right. Well, we got to run. Thank you, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Keep listening. See us on Facebook. Follow us. And go buy Ace's record. Yeah, go buy Ace's record. Get your tickets for the Freedom to Rock Tour. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Podcast. We will see you on the next episode of the podcast. Kick ass. Get your cool shirts from Redbubble. Designs by Ken. You can get a Podcast Rock City shirt, a Kiss Room shirt, and a Podkiss shirt. I like seeing all the shirts being modeled. Me too. <laughs> those are cool pictures, man. They <laughs> are. Those. We love you. Right. We do not take you for granted, and thank you for listening. Love you guys. See you soon. All right. Bye. All right later. And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late great Eric Carr, and the late great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podkist is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podkist crew, thank you for listening to Podkist, the KISS fanzine for your ears. We're gonna give you up, we're gonna suck your wang, your ding-dong and hurt you, we're gonna eat that cheese, we're gonna eat that cheese.